Hello, everyone. We're back with the Culture Vacuum Podcast with me, your host, Samuel Pole. That's who I am. And with me, as always, co-host Calvin. That's who he is. That's true. I don't have a last name. It's an unknown, uh, a little unknown fact. I think I've only shared with you, Sam. But I'm actually, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like Seal or Akon or Beyonce. I just go by one name. Bono. That, yeah, him. Uh, who else? Who else do we have? Uh, oh, oh, uh, Jamaraquai. It's kind of a, a group, but also a persona, if you will. Yeah, there's there's a few characters out there like that. Mario. <laughs> You're right, Mar. Yeah, the 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 lesser known uh, Twitter checkmark Mario. Yeah, he he also <laughs> goes by one name. Does he? No, you know what? I think just and I, the only reason I'm saying this is because you find all sorts of bullshit in uh in, in these sorts of things. But the manuals that used to come with some of the earlier Super Mario Bros. games used to have like fucking like weird ass facts like, oh, you know, Peach uh, was born and she's like a she's like a Capricorn. <laughs> Or something, or like, or like Mario uh, had a crush on this person. So I, I guarantee you, one of those manuals probably has like his fucking full ass name and birthday well, and like the blood movie type. Where his name is Mario, Mario, and Luigi is Luigi Mario. But I don't know if that's canon. That's the um the live action one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, with the tiny headed uh, Koopas. We, we should talk yeah. about that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Calvin. This is this is Culture Vacuum. This is going to be a looser episode because I'm I'm tired and bad at podcasting. Calvin recently became a father to a dog. Yeah, and it <laughs> I, I became a father, and then I I also just started. I don't know. I think I think I've meant to, it's partially the dog. It's partially just spending so much time indoors, but uh, because of everything that's happened in the world, just recently I've made a lot of mental choices to like kind of turn off twitter and and focus on like individual things in my life to kind of like improve things just because shit is like fucked all over the place and and i can do small things to help it like ensuring that i'm you know registered to vote you know all those people out there uh, i think there's a voting site made by the the crooked media guys who's, that's really helpful but anyways um so one one of the things that i've been doing to kind of uh make sure uh, everything stays level is i don't know where i was heading with this i i ran i'm i've lost my train of thought i'm completely out of practice <laughs> so that's how long it's been I'll, I'll get back into it i'll get back into things but yeah yeah you got, you got, you're a dog you're a dog father now i'm a uh, dog father which, yeah yeah the dog father. <laughs> it's completely different from being a cat dad as a cat dad uh what happens when you get a cat is like you wait for them to get used to each other, then they get used to each other, and then that's basically it. I've I have never lost a night of sleep to my babies. So you, when you say get used to each other, do you mean when like when you get another cat? Yeah, if you like get a new cat, you got to make sure that the the other cat doesn't kill it, and then <laughs> eventually they. But like after that, you're fine. Shit, that's some like fucking uh, Savannah, some fucking like Black Widow shit, like in <laughs> Animal in Kingdom where they're like killing each other because they don't like each other. I don't. I feel like dogs typically when 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 the only time I can think of this sort of violence happening, it's typically like you know engaged by people like placing bets and it's like illegal and fucking awful. But I, do do dogs naturally do that? I've seen some dogs go at each other actually. Huh? Uh, it, it you know depends on temperament how they're introduced and like yeah, yeah yeah it's it's very I guess you can't really paint it one way or the other. It, it's very dependent. You, that, that's why you have the little period you're talking about where you, the animals get to know each other, I guess. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, we were gonna do two topics this week, but uh, as I realized, like Peacock, the streaming service, it launched a few weeks ago. Uh, weeks? I, I looked at it. I'm weeks, sorry, yeah. weeks ago. Weeks, yes. I thought Without it launched for... legitimately. Okay, whatever. Continue. Anyway, so Peacock launched a few weeks ago, and we were gonna review it, and then I looked at it and like. And then I looked through it and I'm like, I told Calvin, yeah, you don't need to bother looking through this. I got a pretty good idea what this is for. <laughs> I, think, I think it's so funny. I think your sentence started out with, uh, this week we're going to be reviewing Peacock and I'm looking through Peacock and you don't, you're not reviewing Peacock. <laughs> so, I think my... it like started out with, we're going to do it and then ended with, we're not going to do this. We've covered all the streaming launches, so I need to talk about it. I'm just telling you, there is not going to be much. Okay. 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 <laughs> so Peacock is a service that exists purely to have Comcast investors stop asking Comcast executives, "Are you going to launch a streaming service?" That's it. <laughs> so it get is... them off their bag. They probably, yeah, you know, they... and what's funny in these these situations is the people setting up these systems probably barely understand what they've even created. To they're just like, yeah. this is that marketplace that's growing with the Netflixes, and I. I, I still have mine that I haven't returned or whatever, but yeah, I'm going to set up a streaming platform. I, I say my vote and then they just go and lay back in their fucking pools. Sorry. I'm, I'm yeah, fucking radicalized this week. Yeah, here's my, uh, here's my, here's, uh, here's who Peacock is for. Are you someone who likes law and order? Do you want to watch nothing but law and order all day, every day? That's who Peacock is for. Are you someone who somehow watches network television well, now here's a streaming service with NBC Network Television. Why don't... Are you someone? <laughs> are you someone who wants to watch the uh, soccer live soccer? Mm. That's what that's who Peacock is for. They have that. Um, are you someone who wants to watch clips of The Office all day, but not The Office? That's wait, who Peacock is. Wait, for. wait, 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 wait! <laughs> don't, no, don't just. What do you mean? Explain that last one. Okay, so Netflix still has the rights to stream The Office until the end of the year. Okay. So for now, all Peacock can do is they have this quote-unquote channels product, which is all these channels just play clips of various shows that are like binge that are like bingeable, <laughs> um, and like you can watch out of order, and it doesn't matter. Um, One of those channels is The Office, and it's just like five-minute clips of The Office playing all day. Wait, so they sent some fucking millennial back to, like, Friends and Scrubs and all these this bullshit and said, okay, find the find the laugh bits, find the memes, and then make a channel of memes. That's it. That's what happened. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and then Keeping Up with the Kardashians also has a channel on Peacock. Um, I think a few cop shows do. Like, if you can think of it, it has a channel on Peacock, and... Yeah, like when when you and you can you can look at Peacock for free. You just have to sign up with an email address. You can there's a certain library you can get for free. You're not gonna sell me on this. <laughs> if you're a Comcast customer, uh, you get the uh, the base ad supported tier with the full library for free, and you can pay five dollars for ad free. If you're a normal person without Comcast, five dollars for the full library with ads, ten dollars for the full library without ads. But again, there is a free tier that anyone can look at, and you get those channels. Uh, but like. This just doesn't feel like a service with an identity to me. It, Like I said, it feels like they had to launch a streaming service, so they built this. And, like, it's not really even, like, that well-built of a service on the tech side. Like, uh, on Apple TV, there's a setting where you can click match content and frame rate. So if a show did not appear in high dynamic range, it will play in the standard dynamic range so you don't get, like, any of those fake 
HDR things. Um, yeah. Same thing with frame rate. You don't want a 24 frames per second show to play at 60 frames. But Peacock doesn't support those features. It plays everything in whatever the dynamic range and frame rate um, that you're, you set your, your box to. So you can't even get like the, the original version of anything on the, sh- on the uh, platform. Uh, just... There are there are some original shows. They're bad. Uh, one of them is Brave New World, which it's like I've never read the book, but apparently it's like one of these these seminal sci-fi novels that like <clears throat> set all the tropes of the genre. Uh, well, I watched okay. it. It's very bad. <laughs> it's it's very boring and not interesting. Dystopian but, novel like... by English author Aldous Huxley. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, this looks I, like it's probably better than whatever crap they shot out and however <laughs> long the production cycle was for this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's trying to be every you've you've seen the type of show Brave New World is and you've seen it done way better. So but, I can't like, I, I can't help but feel like I'm getting deja vu, but that feels wrong. I, I feel like I'm getting deja vu light <laughs> because we just had a Quibi, which similarly fucking burst into the world with no identity and and a hundred percent confidence and this yeah. feels very similar but with somehow with less identity and less confidence yeah here's my uh here's and also like to frame this to like hbo max and our review of that like i've come along on hbo max because their content output since launch has been phenomenal um mm-hmm. There's a show called Search Party, which aired on TBS, and then they brought it over to HBO Max. Search Party, amazing show. Absolutely yep. amazing. It is worth paying for HBO Max, in when my I, opinion. Um, it's, it's a great I, series. I think I watched that show. What was it? There was It was a YouTuber I had just started following, and it was the first video I'd watched from him, and he was like talking about Search Party, and the first thing he said was, okay, before, before I review Search Party, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And I had nothing to do that night, so I was like, okay, fuck it, I'll watch this. Ended up staying up the entire night watching the full first season. It was just, it was yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, so, yeah, so they put two seasons on there. The third season is an HBO Max show. It's all on there. Watch it. It's great. If you, it is worth paying for the service for. Uh, Doom Patrol, which was a DC Universe show, is now on HBO Max. By the way, DC Universe is basically dead now. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, we'll it was coming. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Doom Patrol season two, great, love it. Um, the guy who the creator of regular show had a show on there. Um, of course, you yeah. get the regular HBO library. Like HBO Max, I think they have a botched launch. They are still not on Roku. They are still not on Am- not on Amazon. But their content has been very solid. God and damn, I hope they're still not on Roku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but oh yeah. Also, Peacock not on Roku and Amazon's. Um, I, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't care. I, I don't care. They don't know what they're doing. They have no clue. Yeah, it's, the reason it's is some because aspect. the reason is because they're like fighting over ad this the cut of ad sales, and because HBO Max is going to have an ad supported tier at some point. Peacock is an ad supported service, and their debate they are fighting with Roku over what those cuts are going to be. It sounds sounds like a smart fight that's definitely worth having early on <laughs> when you're a floundering uh what are you peacock and all that and god they they're so cocky it, and i don't mean that as a pun but it's just like these services come out and they think that like money's gonna carry them through everything and at the end of the day it at least from like what i've observed seems to be content but it always seems to be second tier to just flagrant like marketing and 
and weird gimmicky bullshit that no one asked for. Like, oh, but yeah. haven't you? Don't you hate that split second that you have to wait when you turn your phone to the side and it takes like an extra second for the video to play? Oh, I fixed it. Fucking first world problem solved. Ding. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like with Peacock, like I can't think of a single reason that's like <clears throat> this is worth paying for. This particular feature of the sh- of the service, this is worth paying for. I think you should get it. All Peacock is is a bunch of library content, and it's not even like good library content. Like HBO Max has the here's a bunch of shitty cable shows that you can just watch hours of, but it also has HBO. It also has a pretty decent originals lineup that's slowly expanding. Yeah. Um, and then they have those curated libraries of like Crunchyroll, Cartoon Network, and stuff like that. So at least there's like some identity within HBO Max alongside the mountain of garbage. HB- Peacock <clears throat> is basically just a mountain of garbage. Peacock feels <laughs> like it, it feels like all the TV shows and and movies or, or whatever it is, all those experiences that as soon as you leave your house and you enter a public area and you see a public TV. They, they're playing, like, shows that you don't play in your home. And that's what Peacock yeah. is. Just all yeah, like that da- shit that you see other people watching. My dad has Comcast, so he was able to get the use the Peacock beta before they brought it public. And, like, he found a show on there called Yellowstone, which is airs on the Paramount Network. Kevin Costner wrote it. And apparently oh, it's a great show. Heard, I have heard good things about this one. I was yeah. listening to... So, uh, yeah, Yellowstone... Yeah. Yellowstone is on Peacock, but that is not a Peacock original. It's not even an NBC Universal show. It's a Viacom show that is licensed to Peacock. But at <laughs> some point, you assume Viacom is going to take Yellowstone back and put it on CBS All Access yeah. or Netflix. So, like, Yellowstone could disappear from Peacock at any moment. It's wasn't there something about disappearing content and Peacock? Like as soon as it, as soon yeah. as it debuted, some. Yeah, like- yeah, they lost Peacock lost Shrek after like a month, I think. Um, <laughs> they launched with Shrek, and they're like, "We have Shrek. You can stream Shrek." Gone. <laughs> who, was, who was who was chomping at the bit to? Sh- I I guess maybe you know what parents who are or what month, however long in the pandemic, sure they're chomping at yeah. the bit for Shrek. Okay, what else? <laughs> and then HBO Max, uh, they ha- they launched with the whole Harry Potter series, and we were like, "Oh my god," because we. The Harry Potter rights were sold before AT and T bought Warner Media, mm-hmm. uh, so the previous comp- the previous owners had sold the Harry Potter streaming rights to NBC till 2024, and then all of a sudden Harry Potter launched with HBO Max, and we're like, oh, we weren't expecting that until 2024, and then turns out, nope, they bought a two month ex- they bought like a two month delay on that deal, and the Harry Potter movies are going to leave HBO Max at the end of August. <clears throat> that is so. Oh, I love it because it's so fucking American. It's it's yeah. so like patriotic to just be like, it's it's legal, it's financially legal. What are you gonna do? Fuck you. We're gonna trick yeah, and you. There's a so we assume that Harry Potter's gonna move to Peacock, but like, why would you want to watch it in not its original dynamic range and frame rate? That sounds awful. Like, well, to be like, fair. These are also the people who are watching Harry Potter on, like, fucking ABC Family with, like, commercials, and it's that got, like, free sync on and all that shit. So maybe maybe for them it's fine that way. Yeah, but yeah, like, Peacock, I think, I honestly, even Quibi, like, at least Quibi was, like, had an idea behind it, but the execution was just completely botched. Um, because- there was no execution. They just, honestly, yeah. they finished it, and then they waited for someone to fucking find it. It was, it was maddening. Yeah, like, Peacock is absolutely my work my is my least favorite streaming launch like you 
even we look at the executives so like hbo at&t shitty company but they're at least clear they think hbo max is the future of the company and that mm-hmm. it's going to be their it's going to be their next flagship product in a few years and they have huge high hopes for it and then when you hear nbc executives talk about peacock i think one of them literally said uh yeah peacock is what keeps us relevant what <laughs> that's why you launch a streaming service then who gives a shit <laughs> sell your rights to netflix for a lot of money that they'll gladly so... take it and, and they're a better service this keeps us relevant so it's literally it's literally someone who hardcore believes that simply producing a streaming service is enough right yeah they're just like oh we have a streaming service now so you know we're gonna gain dollars or however it is that i keep myself alive like it, yeah <laughs> It's 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 pretty dumb. So yeah, I, I I don't really have hopes for Peacock. Maybe it'll turn itself around, but like, I have hopes for HBO Max if they can figure out their distribution because I do think the content speaks for itself. Would you uh, Would you say that you have uh, a high hope? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> Copyright struck. <laughs> So, that. yeah, that's... I thought about that dance today. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to de- derail things. I just the dance has been in my head all day. I don't know why. <laughs> so yeah, that's the peak. Last note on Peacock: they put a there is a Thirty Rock special they filmed in quarantine. Oh yay, and... the Thirty Rock! I can't. Oh, all the Thirty Rock fans, get out here, guys! It couldn't. I, you guys look, couldn't wait. Thirty Rock is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, <laughs> but this special made me hate Thirty Rock. Like it was. <laughs> It is so bad. Wasn't it's, it like... It's just... It's an ad for Peacock and NBC stuff. And, like, it's... T- like, there's, like, 20 minutes of, like, M- of 30 Rock humor. And then it's just... The rest of it's just all ads for, like, here's what's coming on NBC. But, but, Sam, yes or no, is that different than Apple TV shows? They do the same shit. It's just... Maybe well, not like, so on Apple TV, On Apple TV shows, it's, like, everyone uses an iPhone. And, like, cool. MacBooks and all that shit. Yeah, no, like, this is, like, it's a blatant commercial. And, like, 30 Rock, what made 30 Rock good was, like, it was very cheeky with the self-promotion for NBC stuff. And, like, it was very in on the joke. It was very cynical. And that's what made it funny. Mm -hmm. This was just, oh, my God, we're going to launch Peacock. Isn't this the most exciting thing, Liz? I need you to help bring, I need you to help bring back your show, TGS, because we are going to put TGS on Peacock. I can't, I can't. I can't, you can you can bet. <laughs> oh look, it's my friend Dwayne Johnson. Tell us about your show that will be on Peacock. <laughs> he, he he jumped that skyscraper so well. Good job, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. So fuck Peacock. Uh, let's talk. Want to talk about video games before we before we head out? Yeah, I'd love to talk about video games. So Microsoft did – so remember how I said Microsoft completely botched their gameplay debut and they needed to they needed to blow people out of the water with their exclusives event gameplay debut? Well, <laughs> if you've been on the internet and you've seen a certain – I've seen a certain ogre face flying around. Oh, you'll actually, know about how well that oh, – oh, The ogre I'll, face I'll, I haven't seen. Okay, hold on. I will find oh. – I'm I'm getting context, ladies and gentlemen. Infinite bad graphics. Let's see if the image comes up. 
I've, you know what? I've seen the, the trailer. I haven't seen specifically that screen grab. I, no, no I, that's not true. I've seen parts of the trailer. And I think, honest to God, this, watching so, it... <laughs> this is ahead. a... Fr- so, okay, so context for this. This is a freeze frame of an animation... Oh, wait. I put this in, I put this in the regular one. Um, so this is a freeze frame of an animation. And I didn't... And I... I okay, I just, put, I just sent it to you. Okay. I'm not... I, I, I'm clicking on it so it can get big first. All right. So, yeah. So, like, for context, like, this is a freeze frame of you're doing a takedown on a bad guy. Someone – and I I went through the trailer and I found this exact frame and I was like, oh, that's why it's bad. And the reason people are saying the graphics are bad is because the animation should be very fluid. You shouldn't be able to pause and see static render face. This looks like I don't know if people are familiar with it or if I'm even naming this correctly. Was it James Cameron who made King Kong? No, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. So this looks like Peter Jackson's King Kong <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. This is so fucking. It, it doesn't help that you've sent me what appears to be like a 400 by six image or some bullshit. But like, it's that's exactly the resolution. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> but um, it just. Just it, to describe this to the to the listener, it is when when you this is not worth 120 FPS is, is is really what it comes down to at the end of the day because there's this whole tagline with this game right that it's like 120 frames per second 4K but if this is what you're fucking that's staring for, at that's for the multiplayer the multiplayer is gonna run at 120 the story is gonna run at 4K 60 fuck you what. Yeah. This this looks worse. This, this okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I I did not know this. I I am even more angry now. <laughs> You're yeah, you can watch me. the you can watch the demo on YouTube. It's running in 4K 60, and it looks fine. But also, yes, the character models leave a, and the character model animations leave a lot to be desired when Sam, you're able to pause it and the guy isn't even making a face as he's getting murdered by Master Sam, Chief. Yes or no, this could run on an Xbox One X. It can run on an Xbox One X and an Xbox Series X. It on looks, Series X, it hits 4K 60. It, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't. This looks like One X footage. It doesn't look like a new generation of gaming. Like I. And I've watched the it, and people. I don't need to tell people this. This is why people are so fucking angry, is because we're now trapped in this fucking cycle of like the next generation hardware and all that stuff and advancements in technology, which I am all for. But then there are these lazy fucking attempts at actually showing what's the hardware is worth. Right? This is a fucking waste. Yeah, you Microsoft know? has yet to really show this is next gen. This is why you should care about next gen. And their it can. messaging, it has and, the hardware too. Yeah, and their messaging, and I like their messaging is they're all about services. Like you know, if you buy an Xbox, that's fine. But like Calvin, you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber. Yeah. You will get to play Halo Infinite on launch day on your computer. You don't have to buy any new hardware because you Xbox Game Pass is on PC. All the games that they showed at this presentation, you will be able to play as long as you keep paying for Game Pass, and you'll never have to buy a console. I yeah. think that's great. And also, it's only 10 bucks a month, and if you want to use xCloud, um, you just have to pay an extra $5 for Game Pass Ultimate. So, I'm actually paying get, $5 a month. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Sorry. You for, get, it's like you're paying, a, you're paying a promotional rate right now. Eventually, your rate will go up to $10. Ah, son of a bitch. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they do like a promotion where it's like get a year for five dollars a month or something like that. But at some point that promotion will expire. You'll go up to ten bucks a month. But Game Pass Ultimate, which lets you play on everything, which is fifteen bucks a month for Xbox Live plus Xbox Game Pass on PC plus Xbox Game Pass on console. Um, they are adding cloud gameplay into that, so if Calvin wants to play Xbox games on his phone for an extra five bucks, he can in a few months. I think in September is when they're launching it. And I think that's super, I think it's super good that they're like focusing on services and like, yeah, our hardware is great, but don't, that's not the important story. The services are the more important story, but they haven't really made that point as well as I think they could. And I think that's why people are kind of down on everything they've shown because like the big point of this the showcase that they did was they had a bunch of first party exclusives and then third party games that they had bought like launch exclusivity for. So like console launch for six months exclusive on Xbox and then it hits PlayStation, which is pretty Mm. typical. Um, And they're like all the, and also all these games we showed are going to be on game pass. That's huge, but they haven't, I didn't really feel it watching the presentation. It was sort of a thing the media did for them after the presentation where it's like, oh, yeah, also, holy shit, all those games are coming to a $10 a month subscription. Isn't that insane? Yeah, I'll be honest. I did not know that until you told me. And I've I've watched multiple sections of, like, the conference and various parts of it, and I never felt like at any point they were showing, oh, by the way, this is all essentially free if you buy the new Xbox. Because presumably they're going to be giving out promotional stuff with the new console. Yeah, I've been saying for a while, like, I think with the Xbox Series X, what they're going to do to undercut Sony is not only, like, be very competitive on price, but they're also (laughs) going to say, here is a year of Game Pass for free with your Xbox Series X. Have fun. My bigger criticism of, like, the the Game Pass angle is they haven't really emphasized that in their consumer-facing marketing. That's more of a thing that they've said to, like, the press, (laughs) um, where, like, Phil Spencer's... And Phil Spencer has been talking about this for years, where it's like, yes, we're going to make a console... But we want to meet gamers wherever they are, whether that's on a phone or on a console or on a PC. We want to bring games to you. But he is they've yet to do a real services focused presentation. It's always been sort of like a side. Do you think it gets too congested having um, the, the idea of like local Xbox hardware that you plug into your TV and Game Pass be connected? Like, do you think it would make sense to maybe split those up into two separate brands or create an, a new brand for, like, the Game Plus cloud-based stuff? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. So, because, like, they're doing – the official launch is, in, is I believe, next month of Game of sorry, of xCloud, which will be – which, at first, they are bundling Oh, Jesus. In, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to, like – now it's like, oh, God. Series X, xCloud, Xbox One X, uh, yeah. Game Pass. Okay. So xCloud is going to get officially branded and officially launched next month. And at start, it's only going to be in Game Pass Ultimate, which is the top tier $15 a month subscription. And mm-hmm. you're only going to be able to stream games that are in Game Pass. And also, it, it's probably not going to be every game in Game Pass. So you assume like the Microsoft exclusives plus a couple of licensed titles. But I know for yeah. a fact their goal is at some point for Game Pass to for XCloud to be a completely standalone product where for $5 like for $5 or z- even $0 it is just a cloud console you can buy games within it without having to subscribe to the Game Pass library. That is unfortunately the future of gaming and I kind of every every day it doesn't happen I think. Yeah. I, I give thanks. Like I cuz I know it is going there. That's it. We're going cloud. Hardware is going to become too expensive. 
resources are going to become too scarce. But man, do I not like accepting it. Like, it's just... Because <laughs> here's, what, here's what sucks. Like, like, we already have one example, or multiple examples, because Google Stadia isn't the first one, but of these services just floundering or, or falling under the, the problems of an infrastructure that isn't properly supported in various countries, including United States. I'm speaking about, you know, internet services specifically. It's just... I uh I, I I don't know if we're preparing well enough for this, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. And the other thing, Phil Spencer has said for a while that if you buy Xbox hardware, you get Game Pass and sorry, you get I need to stop confusing these two things. If you buy Xbox hardware, you get XCloud included. I don't know what okay. he means by that. My assumption <laughs> is if you buy an Xbox, you just get you can stream your Xbox games anywhere as long as you buy them through the Microsoft store or whatever. You can stream those games from your phone, and you don't need to pay for any additional subscription. And if you want to pay for the Game Pass library, that's a separate thing on top of that. So wait, and for so normal people, saying... there will be some kind of subscription fee for access to the cloud console known as xCloud. So he's saying your Xbox is the is the cloud essentially. I don't even know if it. it's I don't even know if it's doing that. Like I don't know if it's the Xbox is running the instance of xCloud. That you're streaming or from? By, or by or buying one, you get access to a subscription where you get your own cloud yeah, console separately. Yeah, they just give you a yeah, just give you a permanent subscription to the base tier of xCloud, which is just play the like, games you buy anywhere. I could see them... I could see a console being built with hardware in mind to enable a remote connection to devices, if that's what he's talking about. I would like some clarification yeah. on the topic. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and like I, th I think we're going to learn more because the rumor is in August at some point, which is why I wanted to get this out now because this information is going to become outdated in maybe a week, maybe a f maybe three weeks. We don't know yet, but mm -hmm. the rumor is that both Sony and Microsoft are going to have their final event this month. Um, Sony is going to rumor, uh, this is all rumors. Sony is going to reveal the new God of War game. And the graphics are going to allegedly be close to photorealistic. Oh, they! I mean, if you just look, if you look at God of War running at 1080p on a PlayStation 4 Slim, it's already like yeah, fucking that was yeah, that was the shit. Yeah, so yeah. that was an amazing game already. But yeah, so God of War. So the rumor is God of War two, another Sony franchise, and then they're gonna of course reveal the prices, and then for Microsoft. They're going to reveal the lower-end console, Xbox Series S, which is going to have less power, but still the same graphics architecture, so it can still do ray tracing and all that. Um, and then... What? Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, because it's still an RDNA2... It's still an RDNA2-based graphics card, but it's just four teraflops instead of 12 teraflops. What do you... Okay, so I'm, I'm an idiot. What do you mean by teraflop? What, 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 what are those doing? For graphics power. It's how you measure GPUs, how many teraflops they have. Okay. You you know this, Calvin. Are you <laughs> sure? I think your brain is just potatoes right now. I think I, I have I left some potatoes in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> they turn out pretty good actually. That's good. But yeah, like yeah. so yeah, so we're gonna get two we're gonna get pricing for Microsoft on both the cheap console and the expensive console. Sony's gonna reveal the price of the dick and the dickless version of the PlayStation five. <laughs> And along with some games, but like if Sony really does say, bam, God of War 2, here you go. And it looks as good as people are saying it might look. If Sony really does have a 
I think it's going to be Sly Cooper, but I don't want to like set myself up for disappointment. But if someone's like, Ooh. "Look, Sly Cooper's back on PlayStation Five. Look at like with data streaming." <laughs> Yeah, when we max that shit out, no loading screens. In fact, you can play four different games of Sly Cooper at the same time for some fucking reason. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So my my prediction is going to be Sony is going to win out of the gate because they just have the better games line up. They're launching with a Spider Man game. Uh, they're going to have Horizon Zero Dawn within the first year of the console's launch. Uh, maybe God of War Two within the first year of the console's launch. Uh, and they're also, and the, yeah, and they just had this amazing back catalog. You assume they're going to bring Uncharted back at some point. Um, you assume they're going to have uh, maybe do something with Infamous, um, like all these great franchises. And also they I might, would, oh, I would and also they might launch Infamous. with remasters of the best PS4 exclusives for PS5. It's like, look at your favorite PS4 games on PS5 now. And look at what we've done for them. Look how much better they look. This is just the start of what next gen can do. Something like that. So like, yeah. And unlike Microsoft, a lot of them are going to be exclusives. So that's yeah. like that is a console experience. You're yeah. Getting. Like if no if, PC, no like Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. So I think out of the gate, Sony's going to have the better launch. But long term, I think Microsoft's service strategy could pay off. And it, I agree. Yeah. And it all depends on how well they market Game Pass, how well, how accessible they make xCloud <clears throat> down the line, and how good a job they do of continuing to put good games inside Game Pass. Because Game Pass could be the secret sauce to them winning the generation, but that also depends on Sony never getting its services shit together. Because if Sony figures out how to make a compelling Game Pass competitor, then I think it's kind of game over. Where would I, – I think about this a lot. Where would Microsoft have been if they had started the Game Pass PC beta even, like, 10 years ago? At the start of, let's say, like, like the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and then they release also Game um, Pass and start practicing. I think – I mean, I think it definitely would have set the tone because, like, I, I see Game Pass as a Trojan horse to, like, fighting off Steam because you can – Calvin, can exactly. you – can you buy games in the in the Xbox launcher on your on your computer, or is it only for games from Game Pass? So where I purchase the games is a little app called uh, Xbox Game Pass Beta or PC something. Like that. Okay, so it's not a full fledged um, yeah. store and launcher yet. It's only for Game Pass stuff. Yeah, it's only for Game Pass. Stuff. That's correct. okay. Yeah, yes, but like at some point, you assume for they're going to make a PC store to compete with Epic Games and Steam, and Game Pass is the Trojan horse to getting it on there. It's like, oh, yeah, here, $10 a month. Here's our launcher. Oh, also, there's an entire game store in there. Oh, you liked that game from Game Pass? Oh, it's going away. Don't worry. You can buy it from us. Here's a, there's a discount from our store. They already do that to me with little fucking notifications. They're like, you know, hey, our game is leaving. Did you like it? Pay for it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game, yeah, so... I think, yeah, but I, I don't think it's any real question. I do think, like, the exclusives lineup from Sony, they're going to have a very good first year. But don't sleep on Microsoft, even if the Halo alien looks very bad. And, yes, he does look very bad. Yeah. One one thing I will say, though, it's it, – for me, I think the biggest problem Microsoft really is running into is just that. And you kind of said it, but it, 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 the, the lack of focus, essentially – um they're pushing forth game pass sort of not really emphasizing it 
But then at the same time, they're putting out these like lackluster trailers for the campaign modes and then claiming that you can play like 4K60 for a game that looks like it's not really benefiting from the resolution or the frame rate. I don't know. It looks like it looks like what I mean, what's the difference between that game trailer and like a Borderlands 3 game trailer <laughs> to a certain extent other than aesthetic? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think it needs to figure out what its identity is there or maybe split them up. I don't know. Yeah. Like basically there it seems to me like if if they really do think Game Pass is the future, they need to talk about that because right now, like they're just putting out these games like, oh, we're getting a new Fable at some point. Oh, we're getting a new Obsidian RPG at some point. Uh, but where's uh, oh, and we're getting a Halo game that's an Xbox One game that they added some features up for Series X, but it also it isn't launching with ray tracing. It's gonna get ray tracing later. Oh, cool. Thanks, Microsoft. <laughs> I I hate the games industry, dude. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft is a game developer. I'm still like, they spent so much money. They bought 15 studios, Calvin. 15. I, release, release with everything. Just release yeah. with all the stuff. If you're getting yeah. the whole point of us waiting for you to set the date for your console is that you can have shit ready, not for you to release it and say, yeah, but it's actually going to be what we promise later. What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah, they yeah. So they yeah, they have fifteen in-house studios, and we saw games from like six of them. I think we saw games from like nine of six, seven of them, or whatever. And then a bunch of third-party games that they bought launch exclusivity for. Um, and like they look <laughs> fine, but I didn't see the thing I said in our last episode about this was I needed to see the product of Phil Spencer spending all of this money buying all of these game studios. And I really didn't get it. I got a Halo game that looked fine, and then some other games that we knew were coming, like Psychonauts 2, um, but we didn't even get, like, a Banjo-Kazooie game. We got the announcement that Fable's coming down the line at some point. I've never played Fable, so... But I know people really <laughs> do like that franchise. Like, if if you care about games, Sony's still the place to be, in my opinion. But yeah. if you care about I value, mean, Microsoft is the winner, but they just don't have the, the exclusives to get you in. Yeah, when I think about when I think about these next gen consoles, other than imagining the fact that the uh, the upcoming Series X is legitimately just a fucking brick with a dent in the top, <laughs> uh, when I think about the actual games that are coming out, it's like you know PS Five, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank. Um, all these other experiences that have been demoed, and then Xbox, uh, some shitty ogre, and then a service that I already have. Like what? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I the, finished Horizon Zero Dawn. I am so excited for Horizon Forbidden West now. That game is so fun. That game is fucking incredible, and it look oh, and and again, like all these all these exclusives, not only were exclusives, but they were they looked incredible and took full advantage of the console. I mean, people shit on, uh, like, uh, Naughty Dog games a lot because of, you know, concerns, not concerns, but, like, debates about whether or not the gameplay is adequate or this or that. But the games take full advantage of the consoles that they have exclusivity for. My idea when you have exclusivity is make it worth something, right? But with this, like, the the Halo game, I don't see why this needs to be on a Series X. Yeah. Well, that's uh, let, Calvin's gonna get going, so we're gonna cut it a bit short this week. Um, we'll see you at some point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's been dropping on Netflix lately, so maybe we'll talk about something like that. Uh, the Five Bloods, I still want to talk about, but we just had a big delay between when we assigned it and when uh, we recorded next, so who knows? Uh, but it's we're definitely going to. 
once the PlayStation event is confirmed, we're definitely going to talk about that because I am very excited for some of the stuff that is rumored to be in that next Sony event. Yeah, I'm looking forward to them uh, stealing my money. Yeah, during that event, just all my cash. As I, as I, it's just like the Apple event. Same deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, until then, I've been Samuel. I've been Calvin. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.